So hello, my name's Marion Rose, and I'm so delighted to introduce Aletha Sorter, PhD, again for another conversation. So welcome, Aletha. Thank you. <laughs> and Yay, I'm so glad. So today we're going to talk a little bit about the crying in arms approach, mm -hmm. which, okay. which you talk about in The Wear Baby, one of your books. Yes. So particularly for people who are really unfamiliar with this approach, because I think often in the wider culture, it's seen that really we only have two options around babies and crying, that we either um, perceive all crying to indicate an immediate need. And of course, if that's the way we're understanding it, of course, then we would do everything we could to stop all crying. Yeah. Um, and on the other approach, the idea that babies need to learn to self-soothe or self-settle or, you know, to help them sleep by leaving them alone to cry in various forms. But your approach really talks about this uh, a very different way from both of these approaches, which is the crying in arms approach. So I wonder if you'd like to share what, what is the crying in arms approach? Well, it's exactly what it sounds <laughs> like. <laughs> it's, I mean, the idea is that babies sometimes just need to cry. And it's not, there's no immediate need other than the need to be held and listen to and empathize with. And that's because babies have stress. I mean, they, maybe they had a traumatic birth or prenatal uh, experience or, or there's just um, overstimulation, you know, family, big family came to visit to see the new baby and that's overstimulating too many people, too many, you know, just too much. Yeah. So, Babies release that, they can release that through crying, just, just like we adults can. We can release stress with a good cry. And anyone who's ever cried in the arms of someone who loves them knows exactly what I'm talking about. Yes. People who aren't lucky enough to have had that experience, it's, it's more difficult to understand what it's like to really, to just cry and you know, just a shoulder to cry on and while you're being held and loved and listened to without anybody trying to jiggle you or put something in your mouth or or distract you. I mean, just, just being there for you, giving you that space, that it's emotional space, that emotional safety to yeah. feel emotion. So that's what babies need from birth. Yeah. And um, so crying in arms. I don't recommend leaving babies alone to cry, and I don't recommend trying to always stop them from crying. Those are two extremes you mentioned, and those were most parenting books give one or both of those options, yeah. and this is the third way. It's the third way of responding to a baby's real, real needs, and just recognizing, recognizing stress release crying. So holding, loving, making eye contact, just, you know, just, just holding that, that, that little child. And just, it's a deep connection. It really is a deep connection. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I love how you talk about it. It's really meeting, uh, that is meeting the needs. Cause I think often, isn't it, I'm sure you've heard many, many times that parents will come there. Well, I'm doing everything I can, but still, you know, still they're crying or they're feeding every half an hour or, you know, what, what can I do? But to really understand that this need to express feelings and that babies have real feelings just as we do. They feel things really intensely and, and they, they need, do. they need yeah. to be heard with love and with compassion yeah. presence. Yeah. 
<laughs> so um, I know some, of, and of course, if a parent's coming new to this, there's um, often I hear, I'm sure you do too, as parents wanting some reassurance because they want to make sure that, that this isn't going to be harmful for their, for their baby. And I know often people want some reassurance, uh, research reassurance or um, hearing from other parents the experiences mm -hmm. they've had or hearing from you, you know, why, mm -hmm. you're, why you're confident that this really is mm -hmm. um, really beneficial for babies. So um, would you talk a little bit about that, about the research and about um, yeah. reassurance for parents? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, there is research on crying. There's um, biochemical analysis of, of tears and... Uh, uh, the researchers have found that there are more, a higher concentration of stress hormones in emotional tears than uh, irritant tears caused by onions or, you know, the kinds of things that make our, yeah. our eyes <laughs> um, tear up. Yeah. Um, onions can do that and so can emotions. Well, the emotions do have higher concentrations of stress hormones. So the, um, the theory is that this this is probably how one way that our body is getting rid of these stress hormones. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's more recent research showing that that crying is it's actually the activation of the parasympathetic nervous system, and that's that counteracts the sympathetic nervous system, which is comes into play during the stress response. So, parasympathetic is um, healing getting back to homeostasis. Uh, so there, there's evidence that it's, it's beneficial psychologically, physically. Um, there's, you know, there's, there's some area of confusion and almost every lecture I do, I've done lectures on why babies cry in many countries. And, yes. and one of the questions afterwards is always seems to be, about research, people have heard there's research. Oh, doesn't crying doesn't it doesn't introduce doesn't it increase the amount of cortisol in the brain? And doesn't that damage the brain? They've seen some kind of research about this. Well, yeah. answers no. There is absolutely no research. I've never heard of any study showing that crying uh, causes increase in cortisol or damage the brain. What the studies have found, and this is I think where the confusion comes in. Yes. What the studies have found is that um, separation from the mother causes an increase in cortisol. Yes. And often babies are crying when they're separated for crying alone. Yes. yes, but it's the separation and not the crying itself. They, babies who are separate from their mothers have an increase in cortisol levels whether they're crying or not. Yeah. Okay. So it's nothing to do with the crying. Um, when babies are in their mother's arms or their father's arms, fathers can do yep. this. Yes, yeah. and that's the wonderful thing about it too, isn't it? That they can do it just as much as mums, yeah. Um, then there's, there's, there's connection, there's the hormones of connection, oxytocin, I mean, all these wonderful, um, you know, hormones that, that counteract the stress response. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, it's a, so it's a really such a different thing, isn't it, from... Um, controlled crying or cry out because yeah. this is all about a baby being right there right here in our arms yeah. with us yeah. being present in our bodies and and yeah. as you say that's a, a completely different thing from the yeah. cortisol that comes through separation it's completely different and, and crying alone gives the message to babies that uh, 
you're, they're alone, they're abandoned, you know, and, and that they're, nobody wants to be with them when they're sad and, and they're getting messages we don't want to be giving them. And I, I, don't, I don't want anyone to feel guilty though if they've done this, you know, I did it myself. I'm ashamed to say with my first son, child, my son, and um, I, I did try the cry, controlled crying approach and I feel really bad about that. But, you know, he turned out okay. We we did we did repair we repaired that. <laughs> I I switched to crying in arms. I never you know after that those few nights when I tried that I I stopped doing it and he he's, he's fine. Okay, <laughs> yes, he healed from that. And I love that about your approach and the aware parenting approach is that it's really possible to repair the things that we may have done unwittingly right. when we didn't know as much as we know now. We can help yeah. our children repair, heal from those. Yeah. Right. yeah. So yeah. that's the crying in arms approach. I, I encourage parents to to think of their child as a teenager, saying, um, "I've had a really hard day. I need to cry. Will you hold me?" Yes. So that's the kind of relationship we're building with. We, we, we want to be building with our children and we can start at birth. Yeah. Uh, really acknowledging uh, the baby's emotions, listening to emotions, uh, recognizing stress release crying. And it gets confusing when, yeah. you know, when the hungry, what if the baby needs this, what if the baby needs that? Well, there's all sorts of guidelines in my, in my books for yeah. really trying to figure out what kind of crying is going on but uh, you know when the needs are met then um, we can just offer um, loving comfort comfort not comforting to repress comforting yeah. and allowing i think of it it's a different kind of comforting yeah 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 and what i really want to also just to mention to really um what i love about in your work and in, in the aware babies you're really talking about that first piece because of course until we pick a, a crying baby up and hold them we don't know that need that crying may be a need to be held and when we yeah. hold them that that might be it so of course that always needs to be the first thing to check for immediate needs isn't it so i love you know to talking to the people who might be concerned you know how do we know the other thing I'd love to say is I so appreciate the Where Baby. I read it, I think, about 12 times because I really wanted to get all the pieces in and how clearly you do give such clear guidelines about, for example, how to, um, how to differentiate between hunger and a need to express and release painful feelings. And you do that so clearly. And you know, there's that, really, uh, that chart that you give, which is so clear and concise. So such a... Yeah, well, I learned from my own babies <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah yeah i remember with my second child my my daughter and you know i was i was sure i knew how to do it and then there'd be time that she'd cry and i would say i don't know what she needs I, i'm supposed to be the expert on this i don't know, I, you know? <laughs> I but you know a few mistakes really aren't going to damage your child okay. yeah sometimes we're going to misunderstand the need or the feeling but there's right. going to be there's enough there that we and we can repair yeah. exactly yeah we can't possibly meet every baby's need accurately 100 percent of the time but that's okay the baby gets the big picture the baby will know that they're loved babies know that if, as long as we get that across um they'll be they'll be fine yeah 
and I want to say one more thing because I know we're about to finish, but, I, but what I also love about your approach is that it's, it does become a, a thing for each parent to, to almost play with, just as, as you did and just as I did to play. You know, well, what happens when I do this? And, and the really, not only the research that's there, but our own research as parents to see, you know, I remember that experience. I had so many times of if I was trying to do things to distract them and then instead when I just really held them I was present and I said, mm -hmm. right here I'm listening and they'd come out the other side of this big cry and they would be so present and make eye contact and, and mold into my body and be so mm -hmm. relaxed, their muscles and sleep peacefully and you know, all those, re concentrate, you know, all those things that are so tangible. So it's such a wonderful thing that parent, parents can do that. Mm -hmm. They have all the information in, in the Aware Baby and they yeah. can go and see for themselves, try it out and play with it for themselves. Yeah, I, I tell parents, I encourage them, experiment. Try <laughs> different things. You're not going to damage your child. You, 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 you know, this is like a little, your child is your, your research subject. <laughs> this is, this is uh, it, it's experimental. Parenting is experimental yeah. because not, we, we've not, we haven't done it before. I mean, you know, every generation has to learn and you, you know, how, how to do this thing called parenting. Yes. And, as, and as the experimenters, we, we need to just keep observing, don't we? And that's, you know, that's both of our backgrounds, which I think is why we both love is keep observing your baby. How are they before? How are they after? How are they if you do this? And really letting that information really guide. guide. Yeah, observation. That's the key. Yeah, what, you know, you did this, what happened? You <laughs> else? What yeah, happened? that happened. And then there's always a new day, isn't there? I always think, I always would tell that to myself, okay, so there's another day starting. What am I going to take from what I observed and what I did and, and, and see if I can tweak it? And, yeah. But it, it does get complicated because babies grow and change. And exactly, all the time. You need, you need. So what worked yesterday might not work tomorrow. But <laughs> no. Anyway, that's the way it is. Yeah. Back <laughs> yeah. to the drawing board again, isn't it? Yeah. Which again, then you have your other books, you have Tears and Tantrums, you have all your, your gamut, if that's the accurate word of books to, for people to go back and learn more. So um, just one last thing I'd love to hear. So if, if someone's new to the crying arms approach, maybe they're just about to start or they maybe have just started listening to their baby's mm -hmm. feelings. Uh, do you have a word of, or a sentence of wisdom that you'd like to share with them? Words of wisdom. Um, hang in there. Uh, don't give up. Get support. Maybe if you're just starting, find someone to sit with you and just like while you're paying attention to your baby, maybe you could have my friend pay attention to you and check in with you. You know, how are you doing? <laughs> um, uh, start with five minutes. Uh, if it's too hard, don't do it. Just, you know, every every little bit. Uh, you'll learn more about your baby. You'll learn more about yourself. Um, you don't have to rush into this. Yeah. It's it's a process. Yeah. It's, yeah, I love that. It's really, it's really, isn't it? Listening, the parents listening to themselves as well. If it, if it feels too much, stop. And the other thing, the piece I wanted to add to that was people often say, "But I couldn't listen to all, so I, I just listened to five minutes." And they say, "But does that?" cancel it all out and I, I was love to say that every every feeling that you listen to of your baby that makes a difference to them they've they've expressed yeah. that they've released it they've had that heard and that every any 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 listening is makes a difference to them any listening does yeah it's not gonna if you stop your baby prematurely and say i can't handle this uh you know but here you take it or whatever um 
that's fine. You still, you still help your, your baby from that. Listen, you were able to do it that. Yes. And, and, and I would love to one moment, I think it's actually probably much preferable, isn't it? If, if we're feeling worried or concerned or stressed or, you know, maybe they're hungry or maybe there's a need here, it's probably actually going to be much more helpful, I, I tend to think, that we actually let them know and we, and we do stop them if we can, rather than listening and, and having all this fear and anxiety in our bodies that they're going to be then picking up. Yeah, yeah, if we're not really present, they're going to know it anyway. Yeah. If we're not really present, it's not going to feel right. It's well, thank you thank you so much so you have your book the aware baby and all the other books and they're all on your website www.awareparenting.com that's the, the aware parenting institute um, thank you so much so enjoyed hearing from you talking with you and i look forward to the next one yeah me too thanks Bye -bye.